I'm Jamie Nye. This is the Green Zone on free agent day in the Canadian Football League. 11 a.m. is when the horns sounded and contracts can be signed officially in CFL free agency. And the Rough Riders sure have been busy. Football at four with Britton Gray. He's our Green Zone rider reporter, Britton Gray, as we update you on CFL free agent day number one. So in review of the day so far for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, just hold on, let me press refresh. Let me just, let me go over here. Let's just press refresh so we're all brought up to speed on everything just in case, nothing. Okay, the last piece of news in the CFL was global player Theadric Hansen's going to the Toronto Argonauts. But for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, offense, A.J. Olette and Jermarcus Hardrick, the two signings on the offensive side of the ball for the Riders. I like it. It means this is going to be a, a tough running team, right? You go get A.J. Olette, who runs through people, runs over people, hard runner. And then uh, Hardrick should bring stability to that right tackle spot. He was obviously the West Division most outstanding lineman last season. And it's it's building blocks, right? It's it's those positions you thought the team might want to look to improve on or at least change their philosophy in in terms of the running back. And they went out and signed two of the bigger name free agents. And when we're you're hearing the numbers of the contracts outside, Jamarcus Hardrick, you had to pay mm-hmm. for him. You, you had to go out and to spend get him the money from Winnipeg. On him. Absolutely, absolutely. But the AJ Ouellette contract, it's cheaper than I think a lot of us expected it to be. So there's some savings there, and I think there's some excitement around this offense now. Okay, let's flip over to the defensive side of the ball. On the defensive line, Malik Carney makes his way from Hamilton, as does Jameer Thurman. And then they also sign Canadian linebacker Jordan Herdman-Reed and defensive back Jalon Edwards-Cooper. Um, Herdman-Reed was in Cal. He played two years in Saskatchewan, then went to Calgary. He rejoins his brother, uh, Justin, who's played here the last three years. They're twins. And Edwards-Cooper... Under the radar signing. Not a lot of people probably even knew his name until today. I think they'll know his name a little better after the 2024 season. Aren't defensive backs kind of funny in that when you look at their stats, you're you're not overly impressed with that. That's a good thing. Uh, only one interception. Uh, I think 36 tackles. Not eye-popping. But that means teams aren't throwing at him. That means he's not in any position to add to his stats for that reason. And then uh, I believe the CFL, I saw a, a clip of... Uh, there was a blocked field goal that he returned to the house. He's a playmaker, and it looks like, like you said, an underrated signing. Emily Carney, I'm very intrigued to see how he takes a step forward because Corey Mace, his coaching career, he's made as stars along the defensive line. Winston Rose in Calgary is one of the big ones that mm-hmm. emerged as one of the CFL's top pass rushers under Corey Mace and what he taught him. So Malik Carney, five sacks last year. He got to seven one year as well. 10 might be on the table <laughs> with Corey Mason, this defense. And we'll see how they, they mix and match and everything else. Uh, departures, though, real quick for the Rough Riders. You have Micah Tights going to the Calgary Stampeders. They replaced him with Adam O'Clair anyways, who's already signed last week. You also have on offense, Albert Awachi, fullback heading to Toronto. And Tevin Jones goes to the Montreal Alouettes. 
Yeah, and uh, we we're expecting Jamal Morrow to sign somewhere. Mm-hmm. There's reports that a lot of teams are interested in him, and it's 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 the changes, right? You you knew there was going to be changes, always is, but it feels like I think uh, Daryl Davis said when you looked at who this team had to bring back, like had to bring back, they checked all the boxes, and then you start filling in these other spots. Yeah, that's exactly where the Rough Riders are at. Uh, but in a couple of minutes. It'll be Jamarcus Hardrick uh, speaking to reporters. So uh, Britain's got to peace out and uh, get over to the news conference with uh, Jamarcus Hardrick. You hear some of why he's leaving the Bombers to come to Saskatchewan. Football at four with Britton Gray as he'll uh, head over to that. But I'll tell you what. There was another big, big deal in the Canadian Football League. Well, sorry, National Football League. Matthew Betts. The outstanding Canadian defensive end of the BC Lions, some people were thinking, and some reports were Hamilton Tiger Cats are really going after Matthew Betts. The BC Lions really wanted to bring him back. But for the second straight year, the BC Lions lose their top player. Last year was Nathan Rourke. He signed with the National Football League. And today, Matthew Betts signs with the Detroit Lions of the NFL. And this is, they waited until he was a free agent because he missed his window to sign a futures contract. And it'll be interesting to see what happens with Matthew Betts. If he sticks in the National Football League, like, good on him. Absolutely. We we want our CFL players to, to go get their dream. And the dream is to make as much money as possible in a short career. And you do that by getting to the National Football League. You make a decent living in the CFL. Minimum salary is 60000 on an active roster. Like You know it's not a minimum salary of $800,000 if you're on an active roster in the National Football League. But sixty grand's okay to play from May until November. And if you're in November, you're getting bonus checks. Nice ones, too, in the playoffs. But if he doesn't stick, will we have a Darnell Sankey, Sean Lemon for the Montreal Alouettes as the bidding for Matthew Betts if he comes back to the CFL because he will be a free agent? Now this is a story. How long will it go? I'm hoping for Matthew Betts, he's in the National Football League, and he does well, and he puts another spotlight on on how close the talent is between the two leagues. And there are so many people that still think, oh, these guys, eh, Canadian Football League players, it's like minor hockey, minor league hockey, I should say. You talk to the people who know, who have played in both leagues, and they know the player that is a backup linebacker on an NFL team, sometimes even a starting defensive back. If that player in the CFL was at the right place at the right time, might have that job. Like that is the talent level. And of course, we know politics plays a lot. You're not drafted in the National Football League. You're not getting as big of a look at other players. So for Matthew Betts, I hope he sticks. Puts another spotlight on how good CFL talent is and Canadian CFL talent. But if it doesn't stick, oh my goodness, midway through the season, they might have to hold a live auction uh, for Matthew Betts' uh, services.
Uh, so that's a little peek at the Canadian Football League. There's been a lot of attention on the Toronto Argonauts. Of course, the Rough Riders bring in some of their coaching staff, now bringing in A.J. Olette. Uh, Leak, the big-time return man, he's going to the Edmonton Elks. Trevon Tate, left tackle, he's going to the Calgary Stampeders. They're losing some players in Toronto and some coaches. Uh, ben Grant's going to join us, color analyst uh, of the Toronto Argonauts, on an assessment of Toronto and the rest of the Canadian Football League a little later on here on the Green Zone. But coming up, we are going to drop the gloves at 435. Sheldon Keefe ticked me off when he said Morgan Riley's reaction to Ridley Griggs' slap shot into an empty net was appropriate. Now he's really ticked me off with his latest. That now he believes there's some sort of bias against the Toronto Maple Leafs when it comes to the NHL player safety department, that they're being treated harsher than any other team in the NHL. Now I've got some thoughts on that at 435 when we drop the gloves, and we'll update you. I'm just going to make sure that it hasn't come down yet from the NHL player safety department on Morgan Riley had an in-person hearing today. It was being held this afternoon. So we'll see. The Toronto Maple Leafs play tonight. I imagine the ruling will come down before their game. Hasn't come down yet. We'll bring you up today on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Jamie Nye with you here on the Green Zone. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday, CFL Free Agent Day. Drew Remenda is in transit right now. He's on a plane. Uh, The Sharks heading to Winnipeg, Manitoba to take on the Jets tomorrow in NHL action. The Sharks haven't played in like two weeks. Uh, It's been a while. Although Drew's done some AHL games, including the All-Star game, which you might have seen on TSN, by the way. Did a bang-up job on that skills competition. On the ice with guys way taller than him, but he did a great job. The Rough Riders busy today. Day one of CFL free agency. More coming up on that. But also uh, yesterday, if you uh, missed it, the Green Zone uh, with our uh, friends at Cal Tire have launched the Community Coach. So... It starts this month. It's already underway. You can go to our website, cjme.com, ckom.com, and nominate a deserving coach, and these are volunteer coaches in our province, and we'd love to recognize them on the show and also hand them a $100 gift card. And each and every month, we are going to highlight a community coach here on the Green Zone. But, of course, uh, for us to do that, We do need your help to nominate those great coaches. So once again, cjme.com, ckom.com. I'll make it easy for you. If you go right to the bottom of the webpage, I just did it just to make sure. I'm putting myself in your shoes. You're going to cjme.com. You're scrolling right to the bottom of the page. There's Evan Bray's face. And then it's a slideshow. The next one is the community coach. You also have the Green Zone Tic Tac 20 contest. If you haven't registered for that one, it's $1,800. 
this week for the Green Zone Tic Tac 20 contest. So you click on that Green Zone Community Coach. Uh, please do nominate a volunteer coach in Saskatchewan. Doesn't matter the sport at all. And we'd uh, love to highlight them with our first community coach coming up later this month. But get on it and nominate your coaches uh, with the Green Zone and Cal Tire. Uh, coming up, I'm still watching. I'm waiting for it. The Toronto Maple Leafs defenseman Morgan Riley, doesn't he have to be suspended before tonight's game? You'd think so. I imagine he won't even participate. Maybe he'll appeal. And this all comes from Saturday's game against the Ottawa Senators, the Battle of Ontario, empty net goal, the Senators beating the Toronto Maple Leafs again, and Ridley Gregg slaps the puck into the empty net. And oh my goodness. The people who know the code clutched their pearls so tight they couldn't believe it. Oh, no. How dare he disrespect the game by shooting a puck hard into an empty net? Doesn't he know you just gracefully glide the puck into the empty net to show more respect to the forefathers who have come before us? in the National Hockey League. But thank goodness on the ice at that moment was Morgan Riley, one of the keepers of the code, to cross-check him right in the head with a, what was that, uh, Sheldon Keith? Oh, yeah, an appropriate reaction is to cross-check a guy in the head now in the NHL if he slaps the puck into an empty net, just so we're all clear of the new rule book in the NHL. But when we drop the gloves, I have a message to Sheldon Keith coming up. Because not only does he think it's appropriate, but he thinks the Maple Leafs are being judged unfairly by the National Hockey League. That's coming up when we drop the gloves. I'm Jamie Nye. This is the Green Zone on a Tuesday afternoon. CFL free agency. But the other big news today... Did you see who's uh, kicking off the Briar Free Show Friday night? After the first draw in which Mike McEwen will be on the ice at the Brandt Center with Team Saskatchewan. That is a 6 o'clock start time. But after, you head over to the patch and the rec laws will be on the stage. Britton and I are so excited. So excited as the uh, rec laws. Producer Scott is already working. They have to be on the show. Like, we're going to be live uh, from the Briar a few uh, times throughout the uh, week of the Briar. N- now I'm campaigning for Murray that we're, we're there Friday, the first Friday, live. The rec laws better be joining the show. That's, that's your homework, Scott, um, with the rec laws uh, at the Briar. Uh, in Regina was announced earlier today. This just in on CFL free agency. We've been watching closely all day. A lot of interest on Jamal Morrow, rough rider running back last couple of seasons. Justin Dunk, This I don't think it's been official from the Calgary Stampeders, but Justin Dunk's always ahead of the teams anyways. Um, but Justin Dunk is reporting that Jamal Morrow has signed with the Calgary Stampeders officially. So now we know where he's going. Of course, the Riders have already replaced him. A.J. Olette assigned earlier today. 
Uh, he's due to be on the green zone tomorrow. We'll be signing autographs at uh, the Ryder store as he gets his tour around Saskatchewan as the newest member of Ryderville. Ryderville. But right now, it's time to drop the gloves. Get in the fast lane, Kramer. The bingo game is ready to roll. It's time to drop the gloves. Okay, let's do that hockey right now. Of course, uh, Drew's in transit to Winnipeg with the San Jose Sharks, where they take on the Jets tomorrow. And we are awaiting a word, eventually, on a potential suspension uh, for Morgan Riley. I just hit refresh on the NHL Player Safety Department. They haven't posted their well-edited, well-narrated video yet on explaining the suspension. But he did have an in-person hearing this afternoon. It wasn't in New York as expected. It was via Zoom because of a storm in the New York area left them unable to travel in and out. But the Leafs do take on St. Louis tonight. I'm expecting a suspension before that. Now this all goes to Saturday. Ridley Gregg, empty net goal, slap shot. I would have laughed if he would have missed. I would have been hilarious if he would have missed. Yeah, it was a bit of a hot dog move. There's no doubt about it. Morgan Riley took exception to it. Cross-checked him in the head. Some people are saying, oh, it rode up his arm and he didn't really hit him in the head. But he got him. He got his stick high enough that it hit him in the head. It appears Ridley's fine. He was back at practice yesterday with the Ottawa Senators. And yesterday on the Green Zone, we talked about Sheldon Keefe saying it's appropriate. He was asked straight up, what did you think of the reaction of Morgan Riley? He said it was a appropriate. So, open season on Austin Matthews. If the opposition thinks it's a hot dog move, that Sheldon Keefe's going to be okay with someone going up and cross-checking Austin Matthews in the head? Because by that standard, that would be appropriate. Oh, he broke the invisible code of conduct in the National Hockey League that nobody knows about, that you can't slap the puck into an empty net. You can't hot dog at all, apparently. So that's appropriate. Then this today, and David Alter of the Hockey News did a great job of going through the history of Sheldon Keefe being a whiny baby. Because, yes, an appropriate reaction. Appropriate. Because the guy scored into an empty net. This is me rolling my eyes. But how about this one? From Sheldon Keefe. We spend a lot of time watching pretty much every cross-check that's happened in the last number of years. And the ones I thought, that's important, I thought were similar in nature to Morgan's, were nothing close to requiring that in terms of an in-person hearing. There's a history of events that happen in Toronto, and with the Leafs, they get more attention, more hype. That tends to lead to something such as this. When asked to clarify what he meant, he said you should talk to the league about it. This is the same Sheldon Keefe. Remember this one? That the Tampa Bay Lightning were manipulating the officials in the playoffs that saw Austin Matthews and Steven Stamkos leave the ice for fighting? 
that somehow John Cooper was manipulating the officials. This is the same Sheldon Keefe who has pointed out the team's lack of five-on-three power play opportunities compared to other clubs. Of course, indirectly saying, you know, we're, we're not getting this a fair shake. It's weird that we don't get as many five-on-threes as other teams. If you were so caught up into how everyone else is being treated rather than you, you are a terrible leader. And I will say Sheldon Keefe, to me, is coming across more and more as a terrible leader that he is first going to point the finger at the NHL or the Department of Player Safety or Ridley Grigg before he is actually going to point at Morgan Riley or Austin Matthews or himself for what's going on with the Toronto Maple Leafs. There, there's been people in Ryderville, and I remember, it was, was last year, that said, oh, the Riders get treated differently than everybody else. Oh, Winnipeg gets less holding calls than the Riders do. The CFL hates the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Are you kidding me? You think Randy Ambrosi and the rest of the CFL really give a rat's you-know-what about each and individual team's holding penalties? They got bigger fish to fry than to worry about that and to have a bias. And the same goes for the National Hockey League and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Do the Toronto Maple Leafs get a lot of attention? Absolutely they do. Now, is the Department of Player Safety... It's in New York, right? Okay, I imagine some of them will watch a little bit of TSN and Sportsnet. But seriously, Morgan Riley deserves an in-person hearing. This is not a bias against the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is not that that happened on Saturday night, Hockey Night in Canada, with an all-Ontario battle. That was Morgan Riley after an empty net, cross-checking someone in the head. That will always get you an in-person hearing. And I know there's been another incident people are pointing at. It was a cross-check to a Toronto Maple Leaf. With less force, I would add, than what Morgan Riley came in full tilt. It was a little pop that didn't get a five-game suspension. Now, people have pointed out that since George Peros, and this is hilarious, how much Toronto media wants to jump on this now. Oh, there's a bias against us poor Toronto Maple Leaf fans and the team. They actually went through, since George Peros took over Department of Player Safety, the Toronto Maple Leafs, they've been suspended more times than any team in the league. Is it an astronomical difference? No, they've been suspended 10 times. The Boston Bruins and San Jose Sharks, 9 so the San Jose Sharks have nine suspensions with all their media coverage, right, Sheldon Keefe? All the attention on the San Jose Sharks is why they've been suspended nine times. No, they've been suspended nine times because nine players did stupid things on the ice. I'm sick of the leaders, and it comes in pro sports, directing the, oh, the, the league doesn't treat us the same as everybody else. That is such a weak Weak-minded thing. Go to Morgan Riley, Sheldon, and don't call what he did appropriate. Hold your players to a higher standard so they can improve their play 
and keep them accountable. Because the more they hear you blame the league, they're going to buy it. And they're not going to change any habits. They're not going to change their culture. They're just going to be a bunch of whiners. And sorry, Toronto Maple Leafs have been called whiners for a while. We'll see where it goes on the NHL Player Safety Department and Morgan Riley on what happened on Saturday in the National Hockey League. But I'm sure whatever the decision will be, Sheldon Keefe will say it's some sort of bias against the Toronto Maple Leafs that they're being treated unfairly. This is 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. I'm Jamie Nye. This is the Green Zone. Uh, Trevor says, if I were in control of the NHL Player Safety Department, I'd give Riley 12 games. I'd tell him the extra four are for Keefe's appropriate comment, and then fine Keefe for that comment as well with a warning that any further inappropriate comments will start with a four-game suspension and only increase from there. I approve. I thought Sheldon Keefe saying that. What do you think of your response? I thought it was appropriate. It's a bad look. It's just. You cannot like what Ridley. I get it. Hot dog and slap shot in the empty net. I completely understand that you think, come on, man. Why are you being an idiot? Did you, was that necessary? And if Morgan Riley went over little slash to get his attention to have him turn around. It was the blindside cross check that was a chicken bleep move by Morgan Riley. Like, hey, hey, what was that, man? And if he wants to push you back, some pushing and shoving, hey, yeah, that's hockey. Skating over and blindsiding him with a cross check. Last minute, he's like, whoa, what happened there? That's not an appropriate response from Morgan Riley. But anyways. Uh, We'll see what the Department of Player Safety uh, rules on. Uh, Tonight in the NHL, bundle of games, uh, 13 games in the National Hockey League uh, tonight. Game of the night, however, I am going to slide over to the Toronto Maple Leafs, actually. And they take on the St. Louis Blues tonight. And the St. Louis Blues are in a battle for a playoff spot right now. And if you look at the Toronto Maple Leafs, they're not entirely safe either on the bubble of the wild card spot. Uh, so I will say the Toronto Maple Leafs and the uh, St. Louis Blues will be uh, the game of the night. Runner-up to the Boston Bruins and the Tampa Bay Lightning. If you can find that one, should be a dandy as well on a busy night in the National Hockey League. But it is CFL free agent day today. Let's get you caught up to speed. If you're jumping in the car, coming home from work, saying, what did the riders do? They were busy. They have signed running back A.J. Olette from the Toronto Argonauts. They have signed offensive lineman Jermarcus Hardrick from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Jameer Thurman is coming to Saskatchewan from the Hamilton Tiger Cats. He's a linebacker, as is Malik Carney, also from Hamilton, defensive end. They've also signed Canadian linebacker Jordan Herdman-Reed. He's actually returning to Saskatchewan, played in Calgary last year. He rejoins his twin brother, Justin, who extended his contract today, and Jalen Edwards-Cooper from the BC Lions. 
Jamarcus Hardrick spoke to reporters, including R. Britton Gray, on his decision to come to Saskatchewan after seven years in Winnipeg. And here is what Jamarcus Hardrick had to say. It was very tough. It was one of those decisions, man, that I've been there for so long. It was so emotional. That's all my kids knew. Um, wasn't looking for a new challenge, but I'm excited for a new challenge to have a new motivation. So it's, it's not any bad blood or anything like that, but I'm excited for a new motivation, a new something new to get me going for workouts in the all season. And yeah, I'm excited, man. And of course, it helped with a conversation with the head coach. It was basically what what I've been in and what I'm looking for. Being a family, coming to work every day, not looking at the results, trying to come in and do the right things, do the little things, and the wins will come on the field after we do those things. And that was basically what I want to come in and preach. And I played against Corey Mace. I played against JC. I played against Bell. Uh, I was in the offense. I was in the league when my O-line coach was in the league. So it's a small league. I've, I've known these guys. So, man, I'm excited. So Jamarcus Hardrick making his way from Winnipeg to Ryderville.